I'm Fred Eichler, and welcome to the Everything Eichler podcast, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. You know, one of the things I love about the hunting industry is all the great people you get to meet. And it's interesting listening to their stories and the stories about their companies. And a lot of people that have listened to this podcast before have heard me complain about engineers or complain about people that are in the industry that don't participate in the sport of hunting, shooting, outdoor recreation. That just kills me. And that is not the case with the man that I'm sitting with today. I am actually sitting with Ed Welsh. He's the president and CEO of Millennium. And thank you so much for joining me, buddy. I appreciate you having me out. I've never been out this way before. I've certainly never been elk hunting before. And uh, something that was on my bucket list, and I'm just, I can't wait to to get out there tomorrow just in, in, in this wonderful area and see what you have. Well, we're excited to hopefully get you your first elk on a hunt. But, you know, I enjoy talking to people like you because I think we learn a lot about products that way. And and I am one of those guys, and I've talked about this before, I'm that guy that if I'm in a little restaurant and if the back of the menu has the story of the restaurant, you know, like, oh, Bob and, you know, Betty started this restaurant, yeah, you know, I this hamburger it. joint back in 1923, you know, they borrowed $50, they went on. And so I want to talk to you. You're involved in a lot of really cool stuff. And, you know, I think almost every bow hunter, rifle hunter is familiar with, you know, Millennium stands and the ladder stands. But you guys also own the Old Man brands, uh, which a lot of people are familiar with, you know, Old Man tree stands and things like that. And also, you guys have a marine division of Millennium. We do. We do have a marine division. So I want to, I'm going to back up and let's start with the beginning because besides sure. being president and CEO, you're also part owner. But tell me how this whole thing, how did you and Millennium come together? How did this start? I got I got in with Millennium in 2014, so I've not been there that long. But, but let me tell you a little about the history of Millennium. In 1999, uh, a couple of guys started Millennium. They were looking for a better tree stand out there. You know, when I was growing up, uh, you know, we were we were nailing two by fours to trees and <laughs> and climbing up and, and 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 nailing a six by six to two branches and and and, and, that, and that was our tree stand. And and this this industry has just evolved, and it all evolved in, in 1999 uh, when the owner then Bill Alexander he created what the M100 Hang On Tree Stand, which is kind of, which is our best seller. We still sell a, a different version of it, an aluminum version of it today. But what he did, he wanted to do two things. He wanted to find the most comfortable, build the most comfortable tree stand out there. Number one. Uh, but he also wanted it to be easy to hang, and he wanted it to be lightweight. So he created the camlock receiver system. The reason being that you can put a camlock receiver in a tree, and 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 obviously take your stand up there, and it just slides down into the in the receiver. But based on the windage, whether you've got a north, south, east, or west wind, you can hang these camlocks in in, in different areas, and then take your stand out, and then and just put it in the in the in the the tree that you want to put it in in that day based on what the wind is which is an ingenious idea because you don't have to have 30 stands you could just have 30 of the cam locks and then you move the stand wherever you, you need it you can you can we like people to buy 30 stands <laughs> but they don't have to they, they could just hang they could just hang their their cam locks wherever they want to and, and really go in with one stand lightweight very comfortable the other thing he wanted a very very quiet stand uh, and he's a deer hunter and, and everybody at our company 
we're all hunters and and we we're passionate about the outdoors and, and not just hunting we're passionate about fishing uh golf yeah you're a big duck hunter and, too and I'm, right? I'm a duck hunter we play golf we just want to we, we want to be out we just want to go um but uh, you know you're a you're a deer hunter you're an elk hunter you can't make noise while you're up in the stands so every stand he builds or we build we we think about that you know from the, the synthetic washers that we put in between the bolts so you don't hear creaking. And, you know, when you're sitting in one of our chairs that, that we have that swivel around, they don't make any noise when they turn around. Uh, you know, and a lot of people say, oh, gosh, your, your, your stuff's expensive. We don't apologize about what our stuff costs because there's a lot of R&D that goes into it. There's quality materials that go into it. We use thicker steel than any other tree stand company out there because we want people to be safe. Uh, we're the only tree stand company that offers a free safety line with every stand that we sell. That's a $40 line that, that we put in every box. You know, we put a harness in every box, which, which all the tree, other tree stand companies do that. But we're all about safety, too. And we just we build a better stand. And that's what we do. And what's, what's amazing to me, and you brought up a really neat, neat point, is the quietness of that stand. And every... I guarantee there's nobody listening to this right now that hasn't had a stand or a seat brewing a hunt. I know I have. I've had it happen to clients. I've had people go, man, I, I just pivoted and boom, you know, I, it squeaked and the chair squeaked and this happened and the animal was gone. And I will say I'm blown away. I have never had one of my millenniums squeak. It doesn't matter which which seat it is, when I'm spinning, when I'm rotating, when I'm doing I have never had one squeak. How did you guys figure that out? And to your point about cost, and I think you got a, you brought up a good point because I had a guy from Massachusetts, I think I mentioned it to you earlier, and he was out here hunting with me for deer, had a great time, shot a beautiful mule deer, but he was hunting out of the Millennium tripods. And he was he went back and he's like, I had to go buy some Millennium tripods. They were so easy <laughs> to be, and they were quiet and he loved them. But he was asking me, he's like, do you have to oil them? Do you have to grease them? What? What have you guys got figured out that makes them so quiet? Can you tell me, or is that just is that uh, well, would you have to kill some, me? Or? Some of that's a secret, but a lot <laughs> a, a lot of it is, is higher quality. Or? It's no, it's we don't let metal touch metal. If, if that makes sense, I mean okay. that, that's what's going to cause a lot of your squeaking is going to be caused by a piece of metal touching another piece of metal, and when it shifts or it turns or it rotates, it's going to make a noise, and and that's one of the main things we do. But there's some other things I'm I'm not going to share all of our secrets with, but. Okay. <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of other things we put into our stands. We put weep poles into all of our stands that because they're going to get rained on. Well, if if you leave your stand out, which we certainly don't want people to do, and you don't have weep poles in the metal, then it's going to it's going to fill it with water and it's going to rust and and you're going to have problems with it later. We try to think about everything uh, when we when we build a new stand. There's a lot of R and D that goes into it, a lot of prototyping. You know, we do that all ourselves. We don't just draw something and 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 say build it. We we go through a lot of uh, different prototypes until we decide we've done it the right way. <laughs> you know, one thing I have to one thing I have to say is, is, is the guy that does my prototyping, the engineer that does it. I, I have to look at him sometime and say it's good. It this product <laughs> is okay <laughs> because a lot of times he just he will continue and continue and continue. He is such a perfectionist, and if you look at some of the, the products that, that that we build and that that he's designed, it, it he he does a great job, and and you know he we're happy to have him on 
on our team, and he does really does a great job doing. I wish I thought like that. Unfortunately, I'm one of the guys that I just get up in the in the stand and I go, "Oh man, I'm glad somebody finally came up with a really comfortable chair." Or, "Man, I, you know, I'm glad somebody thought of this so I can adjust this tripod because I'm sitting." And very different terrain, you know what I mean? You know, the, the one leg is going to be two feet higher than the other one, so having the adjustability to make it level. I think I told you, I don't know, I'm bragging here a little bit now, Ed, but I don't know how many antelope you guys have had shot out of Millennium Stands, but I'm pretty proud to tell you we shot a few antelope out of your stands this year, and they worked awesome, and I think it's unique to be able to shoot an antelope out of a stand, and, you know, there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of trees, as you know, or cover out in antelope country, but we were able to use a lot, utilize the tripods and super short trees where you could have never, you know, utilized a ladder. We couldn't have utilized one of the, you know, hang on stands. We, we couldn't have done it, but the tripod was a perfect fix. And, you know, I tell you, I, I don't know how many people take advantage or have looked at your tripod stands and you've got a bunch of great stands. I really enjoy the ladders, but the, the tripod to me is such a versatile stand. It's such a versatile setup. It's great. I mean, it can be 10 feet or it can be 14 feet. And and, and rotates 360. It's I think it's 37 pounds. Don't hold me to it. And you can actually pack it in and, and, and hunt out after that day. But there's only so many hang-on stands you can make. There's only so many ladder stands that you can make. And, and what we're doing now is we're trying to be innovative. We're, we're really looking at this tripod market. If you look at one of our new stands for uh, 2019, we've done – a, a fixed position tripod obviously you're not going to pack it in with you but you're looking at a at 16 feet uh shooting at the shooting rail and it's it's quiet it's solid as a rock it's it's i can't wait to hunt out of one archery or rifle archery or rifle so it's always interesting to me because you guys you know you brought up a good point earlier about you know things are a little more expensive and you know i obviously i've worked with you guys so i've gotten to know the products intimately and i I've been impressed with certain things, but you know when when people ask me like, oh, well, I can get a cheaper tripod, or when they're sitting in, you know, when I've got them sitting in a stand, or I can, you know, Fred, I can get one a little cheaper. What's that deer hunt or that elk hunt, you know, or that turkey hunt? What, what's that hunt worth to you if your stand does squeak, or you know, it doesn't come with a lifeline, and you know, you don't go out and buy one. You know, it's those little extra things that you guys do that really mean a lot. The biggest thing, is, and what I get from our customers all the time is. I'm able to stay in the stand longer. I can sit in this stand all day long. Yeah, but it's too comfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. I've got a problem with it. <laughs> oh, seriously, I, well, I did to sleep. Gone to sleep. Oh, it's crazy because you know once I get strapped in and I know I'm safe, I'm like, oh man, this is too comfortable. And you're sitting there like, oh man, that sun hits you, and the next thing you know, you're just out. So I would say. Uh, you, you ought to come up or think of a few that aren't as comfortable, just so guys are seeing more game. Maybe we could put something in the seat that shots you every hour. Just, there, to make just, sure you, just so you see more just game. Sure That's something going. you may want to look at. Well, it's obvious, you know, like I said, and I want people to, you know, I want to be totally upfront. I work with you guys, but I've, I've learned a lot about the products. And one of the reasons I enjoy sitting down with people that I do work with or even that I don't work with, you know, I'll sit down and interview different people in the industry, is, again, to learn about, you know, the different products. You guys have a huge array of ladders, uh, of ways to get up in the tree. You know what I mean? To the stand, talk a little bit about the different ones you have. Because to me, I guess when I first started out, 
you know, and I'm old enough to where I remember the old original Bakers. Oh, the yeah. First, yeah, so the oh, death, the yeah. death trap, I think we call you know, it. If, if, you, if you've hunted as long as we have, you've probably got scars on the inside of your forearms. Yes, from, sir. From coming down a tree in a Baker oh, a little bit faster than you really wanted yes, to. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, there, there, there was some death traps, literally. They're horrible to say, but there was some stuff out there that, you know – the education wasn't there, but like you, you no, but, know. But, but but in their defense, though, I will say this: that's all we had back. That's then. all we had. That's that right. Was better than the two that by was cutting four. edge. Yes, that was sir. Better than the two by fours nailed to the tree and the oh, and the, and the that is two bad by as a, six. On the, yeah, <laughs> it is, was better than that. And yes, it was sir. safer. And as bad of a carpenter as I am, it was way safer. I promise you. But it they had all kinds of stuff out there, and the and the innovation that that's come about has been has been super interesting. But when ladders first came out, I guess I thought. Man, that's great. You know, there's, there's a ladder. You just climb on up, and that makes it great. And I like it a lot better than the screw-in steps. I think they're safer personally. Oh, you know absolutely. what I mean? They're, they're, they're more comfortable. You get your boot in there. And with clients, I have a liability issue, which, you know, I'm sure you understand. All, you know, tree stand I manufacturers deal with that. So, you know, the lifelines are super important to me, every one of my, you know, setups. And you're going to be hunting out of a millennium for, for your elk. Good. You know, we've got Good. some we've got some stands set up in some got, great locations. A site we call our we call our uh, safety line safe links. I'm, yes, I'm sure sir. You've got one we, in it. We've got a safe okay, link good. in it. We always do, and and you know that's super important to us, the, the safety part. But also, those ladders that you guys have, you have multiple different models. You have you know different ways. You know, there's lighter ones, there's heavier ones, there's different types for your boot to fit in. Talk a little bit about all the different variations you guys have on the ladders because i think that's unique too because you can literally find something that's going to work for you specifically we started out with a m201 ladder and that's a ladder sections that slide down in each into each other and each one of them wraps around the tree and you in with a with a locking yes sir, strap, strap. You, you lock it in but we felt like we were missing the boat a little bit because that really only works on a straight tree. Yes, sir. And, and, and yeah, there's a lot of straight trees out there, but there's also a lot of trees that are crooked. Right, cottonwoods so, in this area. So we came up with uh, a couple of new products a couple of years ago, the M250 and M240. Uh, one of them is a aluminum set of, of we call them portable sticks, uh, that stack on each other, and you can, you can uh, strap them to your... Uh, stand as you're going in and, 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 and pack in and out. I guess that's what they're calling it now. And we've got a set of steel ones as well. And those are great if you don't have a tree that goes straight up and down because you can actually you can work your way around the tree and use those. Um, we we uh, just introduced a new product on the old man side. I want to talk about old man later. You're asking about it. Uh, but we just introduced a, a new stick on the old man side this year, a portable stick. Uh, that we're pretty excited about as well. Nice. How's that? Can you tell me much about that yet, or is that a brand new thing that's going to come out? People should watch for. No, no, no. You can you can look at it uh, right now. So can we go to millennium.com and, go, and guys can, can, can check to, that out? You can go to old man. You can go to oldmanoutdoors.com. That's right. You and, said and that's on the old man or, side. Or you can go to actually you can go to the millennium side right now, uh -huh. and you can click on the old man and, and vice versa. You can go back and forth. Oh, nice. So you can just vacillate back and forth, see everything that Old Man has and everything is, Millennium has. That is that is correct. Now, Old Man's been around for a long time. Old Man has been around so, for a long time. So let's talk a little bit. That's another brand that, that people are very familiar with, and I'm very familiar with. I think everybody's had an Old Man stand at one you know one time. Talk a little bit about 
did did you guys acquire them or how how does that partnership or how does that work and kind of update me it was it was old man was acquired in i believe 2012 okay uh and old man is a fantastic name the brand is a fantastic brand and old man's known for for climbers and they've been building climbers uh for 25 years now Uh, different owner different companies have owned old man not related to each other but we uh, we got the brand in 2014 when we bought Millennium. We bought uh, the brand Old Man as well. And we really are looking at the climbing market. We were looking at the climbing market last year. And you still have a lot of people that, that, that that's all they use. That's yes, sir. All they use is climbers. But we really felt like we could build some other stands in that Old Man name. So what we have this year and we, and we re, we've totally rebranded old man to be old man by millennium we want we want both of those companies on on the boxes when we're selling these products so we came out with a double ladder a single ladder a set of sticks and a hang on tree stand and we've done real well with them this year and and, and looking forward to to that brand uh, making some strides in the in the future well, what's nice to me is between Old Man, between Millennium, you guys cover every way you can get into a tree. That's correct. I mean, literally, whether it's a, you know, tripod, whether it's a ladder, whether it's a hang-on, whether it's a, you know what I mean? You guys have an answer for it, and you have the ladders, so guys can bounce back and forth, see what they like about it. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the go light, like you guys call it the, a steel-tough construction. That's um, correct. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, they're lightweight. They're super strong. Can you talk about the material and some of the designing went into that? Because, you know, obviously you have to get it out in the field. That's so you great. don't want something that's too heavy. You guys, you know what I mean, realize that was an issue. But, you know, let's talk a little bit about the steel tough construction. You know what I mean? The go light design, um, you know, the interlocking leveling system. You know, some that's of the, great. That's great. You, we were talking about leveling a minute ago when we were talking about on the tripod, the, the, the tree, the trees in general, that the you know, that unfortunately, that they, they don't go straight up. So you know, we have stands uh, and we have a patent on our on on one of our M60 stand, uh, the leveling system that, that we put on that several years ago, and it levels in two places. You can level the platform, and you can level the seat, which again is a pretty pretty innovative. We were the first people to come out and and, and do that on a hang on stand, and and that stand is aluminum. Uh, it's powder coated. We, we use, you know, going back to the materials we use, we use thicker steel than most of the other tree stand companies, if not all the other tree stand companies. Uh, same, with, same with aluminum. We're constantly testing the hardness of our raw materials when they come into our factory. And it all goes back to safety. It all goes back to safety. Yeah. And not only safety, but I, I, I think you'd agree, it, it goes back to, to proper handling. I mean, how many people, everybody... I promise you've sat in a tree stand that was not level. I've sat in a bunch where you get in there and it really makes you feel uncomfortable. I mean, you get into a tree stand and, you know, I've been with outfitters before even, you know, where I was leaning forward or the stand was leaning left and I'm nervous the whole time and I'm not comfortable and I can't make an accurate shot. I shoot a traditional bow. There you go. And, and little things like that make a huge difference. If you're not comfortable, you're not going to enjoy your hunt. And if you're not comfortable, you're not going to be as good a hunter as you were. Yeah, you, were. you probably won't make as accurate and, a shot, yeah. and then the safety issue comes into play. You, you got it. Well, before we talk about the Marine Division, I, 
I'd like you to talk some, about something that I think is super important, and you guys obviously care a lot about it, about safety, education. You know, I, I think a lot of safety issues, and unfortunately I have some friends that, that have fallen. I think probably, uh, you know, you and me talked about scars on the, you know, I mean, on your forearms from oh, sliding yeah. down a tree. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think talking about safety is super important. Uh, liability with any tree stands is a huge issue. I can't even imagine, you know, some people go, well, why does a tree stand cost so much? I'm like, can you imagine the liability insurance on a tree stand? But that's why I like that you guys, you know, are, are, you know, supplying the safety equipment with the stands. But let's talk a little bit about safety and instruction. Um, you and me have talked about doing a video and, and I hope guys will stay in touch because I really want to do some videos showing how to properly set things up, how to, you know, from start to finish. But do you have any advice? Do you have anything out there right now guys can go to and take a look at it? What advice do you have? Absolutely. Well, first of all, the simplest thing is read your instructions. Please read your instructions. Yeah, they come with the stands for a reason. But but the other thing is, is on our stands, we have seven tabs that you can scan with your phone that will take you to a website that will show you a safety video. And it's unique to whatever stand it is. If it's a ladder stand, it takes you to a safe, to a ladder stand safety video. Hang on, it takes you to hang on. Climber, it takes you to a climber. Uh, stick ladder, it takes you to, to a stick ladder. So there's, there's really no reason for anybody to get hurt in a tree stand anymore. Because we, we've got the tools that are right there. You know, a lot of times people will buy a product, you know, get it out of the box, not read the instructions of even how to put it together, and they'll put it together because they're in such a hurry. We don't want people to do that. We, we want you to think about what you're doing before you do it. Because, you know, you got families at home, you got kids at home, you got grandkids at home, and we want everybody to go out and have a great time in the woods, come back home to their families. There's no, there's no reason to ever get hurt in a tree stand if you're wearing your harness, if you're using a safety rope. I'm still blown away, honestly, and, and, and it's horrible how many people don't. So if you take anything away, anybody that's listened to this, you know, I've had some friends hurt, you know what I mean, and, you know, some, some, some horrible stuff. But they all boil down to they weren't wearing the safety equipment. And, and to me, that it's so basic. You know, you, you have to wear the harness. You have to, you know what I mean, use to. the line when you're coming up, when you're coming down. It's just common sense. But, you know, that's, that's an important part of it. And I know that's important to your company. So I wanted to, I wanted no, to, and I, and I wanted, I I wanted to bring that, that up. No, and, I, and I appreciate that. I, I've had people tell me that, you know, they've walked all the way into the woods and, and, you know, they've been working all week and they got to their stand and they weren't wearing their harness. And they didn't bring, I'm sorry, they weren't, they didn't bring it with mm-hmm. them. So they reach in their bag, get their harness out, what's not in there? Well, I got up in the stand anyway. No, nope. don't do it. It's not worth it. You need to go back and get your harness. And if you got your harness, you need to go back to camp and watch some football or do something else and, and, and get your harness and go the next day. Yes, sir. I think that's great advice. And I, I appreciate, I appreciate the safety aspect and how serious you guys take that even with the videos that you guys have applied, you know what I mean? Supplied for everybody. There's no excuse. And I, no. I really think that's a great way to look at it. If you just read the instructions, watch the videos, you should never have an issue. You really should. Yeah. And ask a question if you don't understand. No, and give us a call. You know, if you have a question, give us a call. Our, our numbers, our numbers are right in there. So, you know, we've got people uh, there all day long, from 8 to 5 Central, that'll answer any question you have. That'll walk you right through it. That's it. Absolutely. 
and I want to talk to you about one other thing. And I, a bunch of guys have used them when they come out here, and and when they leave here, they're like, man, that's, you know, I, I was using that chair, and I, I've got to get one. The adjustability of your ground blind chairs, same thing. They're super lightweight. The legs pop off. You know, you slip them into the little pouch right underneath the seat. You take them out there. You put them in, and then. You're not digging holes in the ground anymore. No, it's a to gr- try and level your chair. It's a great product. Weighs seven and a half pounds, and like you said, it, it the it, the the base pops off. It's a little tripod that pops yeah. off, but it sticks it 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 sticks into a little holder up underneath the chair, and you just throw seven and a half pounds around your, you know, around your shoulder, and you and you walk to your to your ground blind with it, and then. You know, you can, again, if you're on uneven ground, you can have one leg longer than the other one. And, that's what I love and again, about that. It, it's quiet. And that's one of my. That is actually one of my favorite products. And the 360, because in a blind, yeah. Yeah. you don't know. You know, I have right-handed shooters come out, left-handed shooters come out. I've had deer and elk and turkey pop out behind where I thought they were going to be. So the versatility of your ground blind chair is amazing. I love oh, that chair. It's awesome, and I mean, you can use you can use it in a ground blind. You can sit around camp in it. You can take it to the soccer game. You can tell lies in it. And I've done a lot of that. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I use mine for dove hunting too. Oh yeah, it's a great dove hunting. Chair. Did you see the picture? I I was just shooting doves out of mine the other day, mm-hmm. and literally, I took I was shooting teal and doves and took a picture of it. Awesome. Because I was like, this is awesome. It awesome. was a it was a, it's a great comfortable chair to sit and, in. And I take mine duck hunting. I mean, you you get it muddy, you get you know you just you just wash it off with a hose. Well, and, and that's a great product. What blew me away, though, is you guys have, and I'm going to call it like a, you know, it's it's almost like the, the deck or the bench chairs where it's the double. And my wife's kind of finicky about what she throws out on the porch. You know what I mean? Like, I'm bad. I'm the redneck that'll have, you know what I mean, the whatever out there. But those are really good-looking, comfortable chairs. It, it, let me tell you how that came about. It's like a. How would you explain? It? I mean, I'm gonna. I'll probably. I'll post a picture up so people could see it. But I've. I've even taken it with me on camping trips. I have one sitting out on my porch. I have one sitting out at my rifle range. It. It's. How did that? How did that idea it come about? It came about because, you know, all of our stuff's boxed up. Yes, sir. And you know, we certainly. You know, nobody wants to sell a tree stand in, in, in parts and pieces. So, you know, we're known as the most comfortable tree stand on the market. So what we did for our retailers is they they were like, how can we, how do we tell, we can tell people how comfortable your product is, but how do we show them how it is? Are you kidding? That came up. Let's make a, so we said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a bench. And and not only can they sit in it, put it in your shoe department, you know, for when people try on new boots or whatever. And, and, you know, it, it, and that's how it, and then. Once people saw it in the stores, they wanted to buy it. They wanted it on their front porch at their camp. They wanted it, you know, out by the out by the lake. And and we sell tons of those now. See, I love that. That's how it came up. That's so it, it was evolved. never. It really wasn't set up for market. It was just it was, to show people was, how comfortable it, the chair it was. was. Never a product we were going to sell. It was always something that we were going to going to. You know, give to our dealers to to show people how comfortable our stands are. But it worked out so good it that it became out. a lawn because it did. It blew me away. Michelle's funny, and yeah. I'm not meaning that in a bad way, but like you know, it it's got to hold up because we get snow, we get rain, and it it stays out all year. And man, those things are amazing. They'll last, and, and the thing they will. But it's a solid. Const- it's solid. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's it will, and, and that's one thing about you know we we talk about the quality of all of, all of our products. I have Millennium ladder stands 
at my camp that were bought in 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 1999 the first year millennium was there now of course i i I take them off the tree every year put them in my shed and i put them right back on the tree every year the same seats that came in you know over 20 years ago still holding up still holding up and and we we also make another chair too we make a it's called a g200 the one you were talking about is a g100 yes sir it's portable the g200 is a shooting house chair uh and of course, it's adjustable and it's quiet. Uh, it's a little bit less expensive than a G100, but we sell a ton of those for people that are hunting out of shooting houses as well. well I'm going to pop up some pictures just so people can see because it's it's hard to describe, like even the bench. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's really hard to describe it. So we're going to have to have a picture or video up. But I mean, we do those. They're super super comfortable. But your your ground your ground blind chair, you guys have got it whipped with that as far as a super comfortable easy to carry in there and i do really like the fact that man those legs just you can adjust them so you're not in there with a i'm always with a trenching tool or, or a stick trying to you know the old days trying to level your chair out and those days are gone you don't have to do that with the adjustability you guys have on that i appreciate that we're proud of it you know speaking of the g100 i have a buddy of mine and it was so cool he called me this year 83 years old mm-hmm. and he said fred he said i, I really want to come out hunting with you it's probably going to be my last hunt. And it was Aww. an emotional hunt for me because he's he's getting to the point where he said, probably, and I've I got to tell you, though, he's been hunting with me off and on for about 20 years, and I've guided his son and his grandson. Oh, wow. But you're going to love this story. Well, you're you're going to love it. I don't, I don't think we've shared it with him at all. I, I'll have to share some pictures with you while you're here. But John is 83, and I sent him a G100 because he was going to come out on a bow hunt at 83. Wow. Going to come out in a bow hunt. And I said, John, tell you what, I want you to practice shooting from a sitting position because he can't get around great anymore. So I sent him sent him out the chair. He lost his mind. He called me up. It's the best chair I've ever had. I love it. He said, I, it's, it's so comfortable. He said, Freddie, he said, I, I didn't think I could fly fish anymore. But I called up my buddy that's a fly fishing guide, and I said, I've got a chair that I can sit on. He said, if you can just get me in the river. <laughs> I have a picture for you of my 83-year-old buddy sitting in a river in a G100, and he's able to fly fish love it. because of that chair. So, I love it. Oh, it was so cool, and it was just the neatest. It was the neatest deal, and I, I'm, I'm going to have to hit you up, though, because I gave him my chair. I'll get you. Okay, <laughs> I did. He he loved it so much. He was he was loaded up and he was leaving and and he he was like, well, here's your chair. You know, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, you oh, I can't, yeah. I can't take the chair now. But I have the coolest picture of him at at 83, and his guide set the chair up, and because of the leveling legs, he was able to sit in a can't river wait to see it. and he was able to fly fish. Yes, sir. Well, Isn't I'll, that cool? I'll, I'll replace that. I know just where I can. Well, all right. Well, good. I hate to, I hate to, I hate to ask for one, but uh, but it was really uh, it was such a it was such a neat story for me. And I wish I could tell you he killed an elk with me, but uh, I'll tell you a neat story. He 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 doesn't like I said he can't walk around much anymore. I drove my truck out, got him out of the truck. I had a buddy take the truck away. I set up some brush. And I called in two different bulls for him, and we almost got both of them. Awesome. And he said it was the best hunt. I mean, he was just – he's that optimistic guy that you love to be around because he's like, Fred, that was the best elk hunt. I've I've had whole years where I didn't even see an elk, and here we called up two bulls. But it was neat. So you really are touching people with 
with with your products. And that's probably one of my favorite stories. That's about. awesome. Yeah, kind of cool. That's awesome. For you guys' website, before we get into the Marine Division, because I know I know we want to talk about that, because when I was at the show, I saw stuff that blew me away, yeah. diamond-coated. So, you know, I was like, yeah. look at this, and you you guys had boat chairs and, and things that I never knew really that you guys were into. You know what I mean? The old man, yes. The millennium stands, yes. But I saw stuff at the show that, that kind of surprised me. But, you know, I, I want to continually give the website out. What's the best way? www.millenniumstands.com. Go there, and you can jump back and forth between there, back the forth old, between man old man, and even the marine and, division. And you can go to www.millenniummarine.com. That, that's our, our marine site. So how did you guys get into the marine? Like, I went by there, and there was a boat. I'm like, there's a, there's a boat at an archery show. What's going on? And it was in the Millennium booth. And, and we even sat down and talked for a little while, and I was sitting in one of the boat chairs. And I'm like, this is pretty cool because – like you i like to do a little bit of everything i do some fishing i do bird hunting i like big game i like everything talk to me a little bit how did that come about well we're known for the most comfortable tree stand in the world and and a lot of our customers came up to us and said why don't you make boat seats and and at first we're like well we don't want to get in the boat business or the marine business but you think about it most people that hunt fish because you can't hunt year round <laughs> that's a good point and most people that fish hunt and, and so we, we were like well yeah let's let's give this a whirl so in 2015 we started our marine division uh we started off making uh making uh, boat seats that are basically the exact same seat that our that our millennium stands are uh, we also got into the rod holder business we're big into crappie fishing and we're getting into walleye fishing now too but there's two things we do very well in the Marine Division, and one of them is boat seats, and the other one is all different types of rod holders. And Great. Now so I'm going to fall asleep in while I'm fishing now, too. Now we're doing track systems <laughs> to put all your rod holders on, and we've got an umbrella that, that, we, that uh, we're just now introducing. And, and Now, when uh, you say an umbrella, I'm this, a fisherman, but I'm not a good fisherman. Is, to explain right, that to well, me. Well, Bill Dance is, 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 works with us on the, on the Marine side, and he's, okay. just, he's a dear friend of ours. And, and who hasn't Bill, watched Bill Dance? No, yeah, everybody, everybody knows everybody Bill Dance. Knows yeah, Bill if you Dance. if you've ever thrown a fishing lure, you know who Bill Dance is. And, and you know, Bill's not—he's not 25 years old anymore, and he wants to be comfortable. And and you know, that's that's how our that's how it all exploded. Is Bill called us up after a a big marine show and saw our stuff and said, "I want to be involved in this." And he's in Memphis, Tennessee, so he's not—he's three hours from us, and. So we got Bill involved, and, and, and he said, I want an, I want you to do an umbrella. And we had thought about it before, but, but he kind of he held our hand and pushed us into it. And we've got an umbrella now, and it's not, it's not for rain. It's to block the heat. And it has two different layers of material that are sewed in it. And it has almost, and, 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 and this, sounds, this sounds strange, but it has like a chimney system at the top that pops up. So heat hits that top layer of that umbrella, gets trapped inside of it, and then exits through this little this little hole in the top. Because hot air rises, so it goes air rises, yeah. and, and it's just the – if you look at the ambient heat, when you're outside the umbrella versus inside the umbrella, it, it's 15 degrees – it's 15 degrees lower when you're, when you're sitting under – underneath this umbrella no now does it also keep the the, the so it obviously keeps the direct sun off you because i yes. just just the other day this is kind of freaky and i don't think i'm old enough to have to deal with this but i had to go get like a freezer i had a piece of 
precancerous stuff froze off my face like with freon the guy had a little deal i'm like what is going on he's like well that's some precancerous stuff i had some red blotches it wouldn't go away and i'm like man i either got to start wearing my cowboy hat more or i need to you know i need to start thinking about you know that constant sun because i'm outside every day so for fishermen it's a that's a safety thing too you know we're you know we're not that young anymore Stop it. I know. It's, 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 I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I, I like to think that my immaturity and irresponsible offset it. So I'm it makes me up, seem When younger. I grow up, and I'm not there yet, <laughs> I'm going to do this. But, right, I, I still consider myself young. But, but I, you know, we're getting a little older. And and I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I was, you know, laying out in the sun and going to the beach and didn't put any sunscreen on. Oh, I'm, bad. I'm still and, terrible about it. And, you know, you, you think about that now. A lot, and, and – when you didn't back then, and our kids are thinking about that. They're putting on sunscreen and, and not wanting to be out in the sun. And this is just a great product just to, to keep a fisherman cooler and to keep a fisherman, to keep that sun off a fisherman. And oh, it'll yeah. keep rain off of you, too. It is an umbrella. But oh, the, yeah. the other great thing about our boat seats is, you know, it's the same textile material that we use in tree stands. And, you know, you sit in a – just the boat seats that are manufacturers are making that come with boats. They're that – Generally, they're, they're not comfortable. Foam. Well, they they're, they're when they're when they're brand new, they're fairly comfortable. Yeah, but not. But uh, until they get hot out in the sun, and they you know in a hundred degree a day, you sit down on one of them, and your rear end's on fire, and or if it's been raining, you sit in it, and and now you're wet, and and nobody wants that, and and so we've really done well. That seat is perfect from the, the marine environment. It dries quickly. It keeps you cool. Uh, you and if in the wintertime you can put a pad on it if you want to to keep you warm but you know the great thing about it if it snows you just brush it off and then it's dry but it's an actual seat that's what i like yeah. i was i was fishing with a buddy in georgia this last year actually i beat him in a little see that turn see that little trophy right there oh yeah yeah see that bass right there oh yeah 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 I, nice we, well, I want I, that was public lake i'm very proud of that i'm not a very good fisherman but we whooped a buddy of ours larry is his name i have to say his name because we whooped him i'm very proud of that in a little bass fishing tournament but he go. has a wonderful boat but it has these tiny little seats that are about that big and i'm a 200 pound man and i could maybe get half a cheek on that little boat <laughs> seat and it just wasn't it was more for leaning against than an actual seat so and, and we make those too i mean we yeah. make, we'll make a leaning post uh that uh, you know, Gerald Swindle is uses one on the on the on the tour right now. He uses one of our leaning posts. Gerald hurt his knee a while back, and you can lean on it or straddle it like a saddle. And and that's I actually use that seat in my boat at home. But that's a great seat too. See, that's neat. So okay, so guys can check out the Marine Division, and uh, same thing. Hop on there, go on the website, you and they it. can click over to the Millennium Marine Division. How would you suggest, and, and this is something, there's a lot of young people that listen to the podcast, and I get some great responses and, and people comment on it. And when I was younger, I always would listen, you know what I mean, whether it's the radio or I would watch Fred Bear. That was, you know, oh, wow. the big guy in my day, you know what yeah. I mean? I'd watch Fred Bear and I'd go, man, how, how does a guy get a job at Bear Archery? Or how, do, how does a guy even get involved in the archery industry and there's, you know, or the hunting industry? So I like to share stuff with people. And sure. and how would a person, you know what I mean, since Millennium, uh, not only the Marine Division, but Old Man and Millennium, you know, Tree Stands themselves is growing. If somebody was ever interested, would they go on, the website to maybe research if you're looking for somebody or or if you guys are looking for somebody do you ever post it we'll we'll post it on on uh indeed okay we'll, if we're looking for if we're looking for somebody we'll post it on indeed and people 
Excellent. They could, people have called our office for it. If we're looking for somebody, the the, uh, the the receptionist knows to to tell them we're looking for it. But I can tell you this: we're looking for people when we are. We're 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 unfortunately not today. Uh, I'm fully staffed, but when we are looking for somebody, the first question I ask them is, "Do you enjoy the outdoors? Are you passionate about the outdoors?" Because we want everybody in our office to 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 hunt or fish or or, or do something in the outdoors because we're just extremely passionate about what we do and see that's what i that's what i like about you and that's why i enjoy talking to you about it because that's the way i started this off is that has always been a pet peeve of mine whether it's an engineer that's designing something that doesn't do you know I, I promise you i've gotten in some trucks before where the engineer that designed the four-wheel drive never put it in four-wheel drive very much but the, that's always been a pet peeve of mine or people that work in certain industries that don't enjoy that and so that's one of the things I love about you as as president and part owner is you're an active participant. You got and it. that to me means everything because you're passionate about it. And that's why you care about the safety. That's why you guys do everything you do there. And, you know, like I say, I, I try not to be too biased uh, because I do work with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the neat thing about the way you guys are running that company and caring for people and you know, taking the time to hire somebody that is, you know, one heck of an engineer that's looking at things like, how do I make people more comfortable? Because the bottom line is, I tell people all the time, if there's one simple question, somebody says, how can I be more successful hunter? I'm going to tell them, spend more time in the field. You got it. That's, that's the bottom line. If there was a simple answer. It's not buying equipment. Right. If there was a simple answer, you've got to be in the field more to see more. And if you're not comfortable, whether you're cold or hot or you're in an uncomfortable seat or an uncomfortable tree stand or an uncomfortable ladder, you're not going to spend time up there. But if you're yeah. comfortable, you're enjoying your time in the field, you're going to enjoy sitting there longer, and the odds of you having more success are higher. Well, that's what it's all about. And, you know, you talk about people that want to get into this industry. You know, my dad told me something uh, growing up, and, and it was if you – if you're working, if you're doing something that you're passionate about and you're getting paid for it, then that's just a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad sounds that's like a smart a, man. That's just a bonus. So, you know, if you're out there, whatever industry you're looking at getting in, you know, get into something you enjoy. Don't just don't just go take a job to get a paycheck. That's good take advice. Take the time to find something you're looking, you're looking for. Well, I want to end with two things, and I want you to tell me, because I've got you here, I want you to tell me, what you enjoy most about your job, and then the most challenging thing about your job, if that's okay. Since I've got you sitting here, you got me. What, what, what is what? What do you if you if you pinned it down and I said, what's some, what do you what do you enjoy most about being the president, CEO, and part owner of, of of Millennium, and you know the the Marine Division as well as Old Man? What if there was one thing that you went, Fred? That's my favorite. What my would it be? favorite. That's that's easy. Uh, you know, my favorite things in, in the position that I have. I'm like a kid in a candy store when I go to the ATA show in January because I bring all my new products out. All my customers are there, uh, you know, whether they're a, a big box retail store or just an end user customer there. You know, I love talking to the customers. You know, I love being there with them. I love showing them our products when I've got them all there displayed in one one place. It, it, it's awesome. And it's the same thing Marine. We, we have an ICAST show in July, which is very similar to the ATA show in January for hunting. And that's where we just we're just with all of our competitors, with all of our customers, and it's just a great time, and and it really gives us an opportunity to to, to brag on ourselves and, and talk a little about about what we do. 
It's, it's about the people, really, is what I'm hearing. Every every time you say that, it's got to do with the people, the people that you're talking to. So it's about the people for you, and that's fun, that's and right. the excitement. That's right. Okay. Well, cool. Now, the other tough one is, it's not, what's, it's what's, not a tough one. What's, what's the most difficult thing about your job? You know, as, as president and CEO, what, you know, if you were to say, man, Fred, this is the toughest part right here. What's the toughest the part? The most challenging thing about my job is whether you're using my products or somebody else's is to tell people to be safe and 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 and, and have them have them get it when you know it, it's not, to us it's it's about safety and 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 that's what's challenging because everybody they they don't do what we do you know these 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 young kids out there that are 15 18 years old they think they're invincible and and they're they're climbing up into 21 foot stands with without any safety protection at all. And convincing those people is challenging. It's, it's challenging to me. And, and if we can get everybody in our industry, whether they're using, again, whether they're using my products or somebody else's, if we can get everybody to use a, a safety line and a harness, then you're not going to read these horror stories that, that, that you read, uh, you know, the few that you read about people that have, have gotten hurt in, in a tree stand. You're a good man. I appreciate you sharing that. That's cool. That to me, that the most difficult thing for you is that you care about people, and I think it's cool that you said whether it was your competitor or you, you just want people to be safe. That's awesome. And I, Ed, thank you for taking the time. Um, I bet. I, I bet. I appreciate. I'm looking forward to this week, and and I hope we can uh, get you in front of an elk. But this has been great for me. I enjoy it, and I hope people enjoyed it as much as I did. It's always fun to learn about the people behind the company. And I appreciate you taking well, the time. And, I, and I'm really looking forward to hunting with you this week. Uh, I've taken the, taken the week off. I'm trying to set my phone down. And, and so we're going to wake up at the crack of 10 tomorrow morning, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about, about five and a half hours earlier than that. But, yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be fun. And I hope uh, – I know this is your first elk hunt, is it not? It is. Well, it man, is. I'm, I'm hoping uh, – I'm hoping we get well. We do have some tough weather, not to do the stereotypical outfitter thing, but uh, we've got uh, we got hot weather. But I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna try hard, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll have some success Look, out I'm just, there. I'm just glad to be here, and I can't wait to spend some time with you. Well, while we're hunting, I appreciate you taking the time, buddy. Thank you.